Welcome to the Mr. Mrs. Mindset podcast, a guide to help you stay true to yourself while you navigate your wedding planning journey. I'm your host, Sarah, the accessory designer behind Elsa Rose Boutique, where I celebrate the authentic women behind the bride title. Hello, beautiful. It's so nice to be back here. I haven't uh, published a podcast for quite a while. Um, And that kind of fits in with today's uh, topic, really. Um, So when I started this podcast, I actually recorded a load of episodes. And then I kind of sat on them for a bit because I've gone through them. I just need to change a couple of bits, um, write descriptions and things. But I've just had this kind of paralysis with it <laughs> that I um, I just need to get my bum in gear. Um, but today I have been thinking about overwhelm. And it's um, today's been one of those days that there have been a lot of words in my head, so I know that that's normally a time to get them out through writing or just speaking. And I thought, actually, this is something that I've been um, hearing about a lot from from many of you brides. Um, and I thought it'd be helpful to put something together, um, remind you that you know you're not alone. This is completely normal. Um, yes, it sucks, <laughs> but it gets better. So um, I want to give a shout out first of all to um, Claire, who I've had the pleasure of getting to know on Instagram. She's getting married this weekend and I know she listens to these podcasts. So um, Claire, you've kind of inspired this because I felt that um, you you might have needed a bit of just moral support this week. And um, also it's something that um, I was talking with a lot of brides um, about at a wedding fair I did on Sunday in Bristol. So I thought it's quite timely to to talk about overwhelm. So something that really struck me um, is that the wedding industry, it feels like it's almost built on this kind of idea of overwhelm. We go into the wedding planning journey with an idea and we've got our Pinterest and our mood boards and everything of how we want things to look. But um, then it kind of really sinks in. When we start going to things like wedding events and exhibitions and fairs and we see things and there's all the novelty stuff and then we come away thinking, oh my God, I didn't realise I needed all this. I am so overwhelmed with everything I've seen and this is something I was hearing a lot from brides on the weekend. Um, especially those who had recently got engaged and it was their first experience of a wedding fair. Um, and that's really quite hard. And I've, I, I have sort of seen some brides close to tears because of it. And I guess I just wanted to reassure you, if you're at the beginning of your journey and you go into wedding fairs and you're thinking, oh my God, there's all this stuff I need to think about, um, you really don't. <laughs> you really don't need to think about it. Um, so if you've not listened to my podcast about the you know that some ideas for when you're newly engaged and where to start then have a listen to that but my advice is if you're right at the beginning of your wedding planning journey and you're going to these events and you're feeling really overwhelmed because there's so much stuff there and you want it all um just sit on it for a bit plan you know your date your wedding venue um get those done first because that will start to give you a little bit more clarity because often the venue tends to lend itself to one style or another and then you start to narrow down things because it just makes it all a bit clearer so um 
that's my advice to you, but you don't have to have everything you see. So just because you see, I don't know, the um, candy carts, the um, the photo booths, there was an amazing thing um, at the fair on Sunday, um, where it's like a rotating camera, which was really cool. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, there's all these things that you can get, but you don't have to have all of them. That's not, it's not expected that you have all of them at your wedding. It's personal choice. So you you don't need to worry about all of that just yet. Um, and another thing that really came across, like obviously these fairs and events are a chance for suppliers to advertise their work and to put themselves out there. Now, some people are, you know, because of the nature of, you know, just their nature might be a bit pushy, um, I say pushy, they're not, you know, they're not being pushy, they're just being salespeople because they need to sell what they they do to you. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to feel pressured to to do anything on that day. So while there may be a great offer on at that fair, you, you know, if you don't want somebody having your details, you don't have to give them away. It's... Um, you know, you have complete control over that. So don't feel that it's like it is just a one-time limited offer. We get sucked into this all the time. It's like Black Friday, isn't it? You can you can get this today for this much off. Um, but take some time to think about, you know, your budget and everything else. Um, if there's a great deal, then yep, go for it. Um, but don't feel pressured to book everything there and then. Take some time, think about it. Um, often suppliers might give discounts if you've met at a wedding fair so that's another thing to remember as well um, I personally don't take email addresses anymore at wedding fairs because I I find it quite awkward having personal details on me <laughs> um, at a, a public event I don't like doing that so um, I you know I do get in touch if you leave your email address with the organiser I will get in touch but I, I don't tend to take addresses and dates and things there and then because I I know that what I do comes later in the process and I don't think there's any point overwhelming you with any of that just yet if you're right at the beginning of your journey. So yes, so be aware that you know there is gonna be some overwhelm for some of us when we go to these events. Um it might be a lot to take in, but just breathe, just breathe, walk away, go have a cup of tea or a glass of Prosecco, whatever you fancy, and just look at the leaflets and the handouts you've got and then think about, you know, is there anything there that you would like to keep? Keep those handouts and flyers to one side, put them in a book or a folder, and then just put everything else away. You can find these suppliers online as well, don't forget. So don't think that just because you've not got their, their brochure that you can't book them again they are still going to be there. I think as well with COVID and lockdowns um, and the wedding industry being hit massively, there is this kind of time pressure now as well. So we're looking at the postponements from 2020 coming through probably this year. Um, suppliers are getting booked up in advance, but then suppliers have always got booked up in advance. <laughs> so there's not... Um, a, a huge difference there this was always the case photographers were always going to be booked up quite early on because they need to be there on the day it's the same with florists and caterers but that doesn't mean that every single photographer in the local area is going to be booked up on your date so do your research by all means get these people booked up early 
earlier rather than later but if you're planning a short you know a wedding with a short time frame to plan there is going to be somebody to help you it's not you know all hope is not lost so please don't panic if you're worrying about time it will come together um and then we kind of go through peaks and troughs don't we uh sometimes wedding planning is great if you're kind of in the middle of it right now you might be thinking yeah i've got hold of this now and then um you might be coming to the end it might be the last week and you might be thinking oh my god I've got all this stuff to do I'm not going to get it done and our brains like a bit of a panic (laughs) they like to they are negatively biased so any sort of negative thing we can find uh for example I have got so much to do um that's that can kind of you know trigger in us so if you're at that point um where you're you're just worried about getting those final bits have a few tips for you and um I hope it'll help I'm going to share them (laughs) with you anyway because it's something that I need to hear myself today um so if I give you a little bit of a background of where I've been for the last couple of months I um it was a school holidays first of all so that everything goes out the window I did do a little bit of work um but yeah, my husband's a teacher. I've got a son in school as well who's just starting secondary school. So um, that was sort of took over everything really because it's nice to spend some time together. Um, but also um, I have recently started a new job in the afternoon. So I've always worked part-time alongside my business. Um, I was previously working in the evenings and that was just really difficult for family life and it wasn't good for my well-being either um so I I was starting a job beginning of September in education and that was really stressful and it's been my first week there this week and today I feel drained I've literally done two days and I feel drained and I'm not even working full-time there (laughs) but it's we don't give ourselves credit for how much we put ourselves through whether we're working for ourselves, whether we're working for somebody else, we just kind of get on this treadmill, don't we? So I had planned this week that I've got a set number of hours in the morning that I'm going to do some really deep work. Um, I I go to these meetings that help me to do that because I need the I need somebody to kind of sit me down <laughs> to do these things. I'm a bit of a Lauren to myself sometimes. Um, and today I just, we were running late. Um, <laughs> my son told me he had to be an extra early today because, um, they had assembly and this was like five minutes after we were supposed to be leaving anyway. So <laughs> by this point I was like, I just can't, I just can't do it today. And I was beating myself up about it and I was like, no, I've, you know, the last couple of years I've had to learn to be really kind to myself because, we're so hard on ourselves when we really strive for, you know, if we're perfectionists or we want things done a certain way, um, it can be so draining. It really drains your energy. So instead, I made a decision that I wasn't going to go to the meeting today. Um, that I was going to take a longer walk with my dog, Gizmo. Um, and I was just going to go and come home, sit down with a coffee um, maybe plan out some Instagram posts because that's another place that I've sort of neglected recently. Um, and then as I was walking with the dog, I just thought, you know, I just feel this podcast needs to be done today. So I feel like I'm being productive already. (laughs) But when we're in that state of mind that everything feels too much, um, 
the best thing that we can do is to stop and that is so counter it feels so counterintuitive because we want to plow on we want to get our to-do list ticked off we want to get everything done but actually we need to take a step back to be able to do things effectively and efficiently so my first tip for you if you're kind of in this panic maybe you're leading up to your wedding now maybe you are just starting out and you're like oh my god I've got so much to do take a step back um whether that's half an hour or an hour to yourself to do something that is not wedding related or whether it's just a couple of weeks um then that's fine everything will still be there I I find that certainly my energy and I know it's like with women we have our cycles don't we (laughs) and there's certain times where you are full of energy because our hormones are doing the right thing there's other times that we are just dropping and we just need to rest and so when we're in those really down moments it's really helpful to remember that the energy is going to come back and that's when you're going to be firing on all cylinders but it's really hard to push through when you're in that sort of slumpy phase and so things that are quite good to do in that quiet phase if you're feeling really drained is to just do like the the most menial tasks you can possibly find um i don't know addressing envelopes (laughs) so you can sit there and and just do I do find that often it's a good time for me to be quite creative I'll come to that in a second but if I've got a very clear brief for example I've got photo shoots I'm working on at the moment um it's quite a good time for me to sit there um if I've got something quite specific to make and just make it because I don't have to put much thought into it um and that can be really helpful so when you're in that sort of slumpy phase um maybe make a list, make a list of things you can do um, so that when you have the energy, you can start to tackle it. It doesn't mean you've got to get it all ticked off in a day, but you could get that list together. Um, You could maybe research some suppliers. You could go to Pinterest and look for things that you like. Give yourself a a theme for that evening or that week of, right, I'm going to look at... um, venues I'm going to just look at the venues I like the style of venues I like I'm going to look at flowers today um those things those nice kind of things that it it sets off those those good chemicals in our body that make us think we're doing something um productive which we are we are actually planning but we're not having to put all the energy into contacting people and everything else we're just getting a clearer vision for our day um and then (laughs) another thing um I recommend I did have like I've actually written this in a a blog post I'll I'll try and link it into the show notes for you um but something else is is writing things down so when you're in that panic mode actually getting things down can really help um because it gives you a bit perspective of what you actually need to do so um I did this on Monday in one of these guided sessions um and actually, I didn't have that much that I needed to do, um, you know, urgently, for sure. There was nothing that was urgent, that it was really time pressing. Everything's OK. Everything's on track. Um, so I kind of felt a bit better about that, that I could take this kind of time as I'm adjusting to a new routine to, to just take it a bit easier and be a bit kinder to myself. 
So writing everything down, while it might feel overwhelming, sometimes it's actually a reality check that you don't actually have to get all this done. And you can then look at what things are actually a priority and then highlight those in one colour. Um, I do love a highlighter. <laughs> um, highlight those things in one colour and just schedule those throughout the month or throughout the next couple of months. So it might be contacting venues. Um, you know, look at look at when you can do that. Um, if you are interested in the whole kind of like cycle thing um, and our energy cycles, there is um, a great app. I think it's called Stardust um, and it kind of starts tracking your monthly cycle and it explains about the um, different energy you have because of the different hormones. It is sort of like linked to moon cycles as well. Um, but I, I find it quite interesting that when I get into these slumps, like I look at it, I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, it's that's just what's happening at the moment i'm tired i haven't got the energy because these hormones are not like at their peak at the moment so that's really helpful um to have a look at um but yes so um taking a break writing everything down <laughs> um my third tip for you is to um to rest to actually rest so taking a break properly going and you know reading a book uh doing something nice for yourself doing something creative so creative creativity is something that is kind of magical and creativity can come in lots of different ways it's not making stuff it's not you know it can be anything creativity can be through writing um so journaling is really really helpful um if you're a writer just writing out how you're feeling is is really therapeutic. Um, painting is really good as well. Um, it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> you just splodge paint down. And I personally find that when I'm in a creative slump, I if I just paint something, like, I don't know, um, I had a canvas in my workroom, just a blank canvas. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do something with that. And I just splodged a load of paint on it. It's, it's now hung up somewhere in my room um, just because I like the energy that came out through it. And um, it just made me, it's got me thinking, it got the my brain working in a different way about, well, I could do this. I can make this this way. And that's how I'm going to tackle that problem. And I think that just opens us up a little bit to... Um, opens up our minds a little bit gives us a bit of space in our brain so yeah taking those breaks those creative breaks those reading breaks those writing breaks that really helps um my fourth tip is uh water <laughs> it's the one thing that i'm really bad at so drinking water i feel so much better after I've drunk water, but I never realise that that's what I need. I automatically go to the coffee and the chocolate because chocolate has caffeine in it as well. So that gives me a bit of a boost. I have gone to Costa this morning. I've kind of boycotted Costa because I don't like their plant-based milks anymore. Um, but I had a gift voucher from my old job and I was like, Joe, I'm going to go get myself a cake. So <laughs> I did. Um, and yeah I you know really what I need is probably an apple and some water um so I'm gonna have to force myself to do that in a minute but just keeping hydrated will make a massive difference and yeah like the whole chocolate thing yes have the chocolate but 
Um, watching our diets as well can be really beneficial. So making sure we're getting enough fruit and veg, um, enough protein, um, those kind of things. Because when we're stressed and overwhelmed, we tend to go for the fast food option. There have been multiple times in the last week alone that I've just thought, I'm just going to get McDonald's for my child for tea because I don't know what to cook. And my husband does the cooking anyway, but then... That's uh, that's another thing because he gets home later than me and he's been cooking because I've just got no clue what to cook because my brain's been such a fuddle <laughs> this week. So that will all get on track at some point, I know. But um, trying to eat healthily and drink water will make a big difference. Um, and, and taking that mindful time as well. Um, if you do meditation, then that's a great way to get into your head. Um good for your mental health as well um then give that a go um and finally exercise um going for a walk sometimes when we've got a a head full of ideas or lots of worries and stresses just getting outside in the fresh air can make a massive difference it could be 10 minutes in the garden it could be um an hour somewhere it could be a trip to the beach and walking along the seafront could be up into the woods um getting into nature will make a massive difference um maybe going to the gym and doing a workout that can release endorphins and that can make us feel better as well we feel better about ourselves we we feel that we've looked after ourselves and we feel stronger um and that physical strength is also you know we get the mental strength from that as well because we are committing to something um something that you enjoy so dance classes zumba i used to love zumba um yoga pilates things like that and a lot of these things that you can access now for free on youtube um or you can you can buy subscriptions to things um i've spoken before about uh kinergy i do i've got a subscription to that i really love it because it's got a lot of um mindfulness in there it's um it's all about kind of energy and how your body moves and i i quite like that that's, that's what i like to do but i love getting outside for a walk um and just helps me to clear my head um so yes and then after the wedding's done <laughs> the overwhelm stops a bit however then just be prepared that sometimes if you've got um uh, an account dedicated to weddings on instagram um something i see a lot from from my brides is that it if you've been used to posting a lot and you've got a good following and then suddenly you get married and you kind of run out of things to say because you're like what do i write about anymore i'm not getting married um don't panic about that don't feel pressured to do anything um share what you want to share um the people that follow you will follow you because you're you <laughs> not because you were just getting married um and brides to be also you know when when everyone follows each other they're looking for inspiration so they want to know what it's like after the wedding day too they want to see what happens you know because we nothing really prepares us for married life i mean for pete and i we'd lived together for many years so actually nothing really changed but for many people it's quite a momentous thing and there might be shifts in in how you both work together as a team that's um that's something that you figure out and that's the exciting thing working out married life but it's um yeah don't feel 
overwhelmed because you've gone through this pattern of posting daily, maybe a couple of times a day, sharing stories about your wedding planning journey, and then you feel that the the need to keep that up as a wife rather than a bride. Um, because just share what you want to share, just share you, and people will love that. Um, and if people don't want to follow you and you're worried about that, just they're they're not your people. <laughs> so I keep telling myself when people unfollow me, I can never see who unfollows me, and I just think, well, that's fine. They're probably not getting married anymore. That doesn't matter. Um, the people that want you um and want to see your content will follow you, and that's you know I don't even know why I'm talking about like the following thing but we have this thing don't we about um this need to be liked and seen and that's that's quite hard sometimes isn't it when we feel that we're not so yeah just be reassured that wherever you are on your path right now um overwhelm is is a natural feeling it's not forever um, it is fleeting and it does come in fits and starts. So just remember that while this time might feel a little bit tough and a little bit heavy right now, it's going to lift and it might lift in a couple of days. It might lift in a couple of weeks, but the best thing that you can do for yourself is to be kind to yourself, look after yourself, um, get out in nature, eat healthily and um, just enjoy some quiet moments let yourself have those quiet moments because we're hard on ourselves uh we often don't like to give in do we it's like me with the yeah I'm just gonna chill all morning and then I'm gonna do a podcast (laughs) but it's helped so thanks for thanks for listening to me waffle on (laughs) so um if you found this helpful then please um feel free to share it um and if you'd like to leave me a review, then please do. I know there's not many episodes out at the moment, so I'm not expecting people to just review it. But if you would like to, then, or feel called to, then please do. And I will be back with another episode very soon. You can reach me um, on Instagram at Elsa Rose Boutique. Um, and I'll pop any links that I think will be useful to you in the show notes. Until next time. Have a lovely day and take care.